Hello there, I'm Pedro. And I'm Ivan. And welcome to Wild Red Dot. So for those of you who are listening in for the first time, Wild Red Dot is a podcast by two guys who love wildlife and love talking about wildlife with you in Singapore. So in our previous episode of Wild Times, uh, kind of like a little episode where we catch up on the latest happenings of wildlife in Singapore, we talked about the seemingly stabilizing population of two large hoof wild animals, the wild boar as well as the samba deer. Uh, but for today, we're going to talk about something else. We're going to go in the direction of pest management and how pest management can actually influence um, and have an impact on our wildlife. So. There have been a report by Straits Times recently that in the past three years-ish, there was almost 1,000 like site casualties of wildlife, especially birds, in glue boards in, or, in, or otherwise known as glue traps. So from my understanding, glue traps are basically a little board with really sticky adhesive on it, so sticky stuff, and it's meant to catch specifically rodents that run across it. So Ivan, what's your take? Like, why is this happening? Isn't glue trap is meant for rodents? Yes. So um, it's an ongoing issue with, um, with places that might might perceive that they have a rodent issue. Like, you no, know, there are rats. There are other so called vermin around. So they might engage pest control companies to place uh glue traps in certain places, or they might purchase their own glue traps from. Uh, retailers and place it in certain, in certain areas. And However, I understand yeah. that like glue traps right now, like glue traps are banned in certain countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in Singapore, it's free game for all, right? Yes, there's, there seems to be no regulations on the use of glue traps. Um, so basically what happens is that you can leave them out in the open uh, and what happens is that if you're not placed properly, you have all sorts of random animals that end up getting stuck in them. And this are very strong adhesive. So basically, the whole, um, the whole principle behind how glue traps work is that a rat or a mouse runs across, it gets stuck. The more it struggles, uh, the more it's unable to free itself, and eventually it will get stuck there until you find it, you get disposed of it. So sometimes what people will just do is that they will just throw the entire glue trap into the trash with the rat still stuck on it. Maybe it's still alive. Otherwise, the rat is stuck there, it dies of you no know, dehydration, exposure, you know, and all that. And of course, starvation. Yeah, starvation. It's it's a it's an unpleasant way to die. I know rats are. I mean, for obvious reasons, we do not want rats and mice in many in many areas of our our in our homes, in our workplaces, in eateries. But at the same time, is objectively for a for a vertebrate that can also sense basic emotions like fear and pain and all that. It's kind of awful. <laughs> but I mean, I'm going to be the devil's advocate here. A glue board is a pretty effective way to catch rats, is it not? It is, but it's also an effective way to catch many other things that are not rats. Oh, like? Yeah. So, what you might get is that you get all sorts of creatures. You know, it, they, they, are, they are very undiscriminating in terms of what they can catch. So, uh, a lot of the cases that uh, Wildlife Rescue Organization Acres had to attend to um, over the last three years plus included many birds of all sorts um, even including things like birds of prey and small owls kingfishers you know things that you would not that they wouldn't really expect to get stuck in glue bots right you also get things like uh, like frogs 
toads, lizards, monitor lizards, uh, geckos, snakes, and even other mammals like uh, civets. And well, this is not really wildlife related, but you even have that many quite a number of cases of the cat rescue groups uh, finding kittens that have gotten stuck on these glue bots. So it's not just an animal welfare issue, but it's also very much an issue of of uh, native wildlife being adversely affected by 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 these things. And you might say that maybe on the on the greater scheme of things, the numbers that are of these animals that are killed by glue by glue traps might not be that high compared to other possible threats. But at the same time, I don't think it's a it's it's something that we can just ignore and and and, and treat as something to be expected. I don't think this collateral damage um, should be acceptable at all. Wow, so, I mean, we are both wildlife lovers. That's why mm-hmm. we find this unacceptable. Yeah. Um, but is there a possible solution? Okay, maybe we wind up first. What should I do if I come across a animal stuck in a glue board? Okay, so number one, one, one thing that we can do is uh, to call Acres or the MPARC's uh, wildlife hotline. So they will be able to send, they, for most part, they should be able to send someone down to help to build the rescue. In many uh, cases, uh, if it's possible, what people can do is to use uh, substances like olive oil. I'm not too sure whether Vaseline works. What I've heard is olive oil. Olive oil, yeah. right. Olive oil or, or some other plant-based oils that can re- help to remove uh, as much of the glue as possible from from uh, the glue trap. Of course, if it's something that might be dangerous, like let's say you've got a bird of prey, like a goshawk stuck in a glue bot, or or you might get a, mo- a small monitor lizard, or in some in at least one case that I've seen, I've seen acres deal with, they had a spitting cobra oh. that was stuck in a glue glue bot. These are definitely not things that you should try to do yourself. Leave this to, to trained professionals. So generally speaking, if I come across an animal in a glue board, just call Acres. Yeah. And call Mpax. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So in in any case, the other thing that we can do is, I mean, yes, you can trap and remove rats and mice, but at the same time, a lot of pest management also in, involves preventative measures in the first place. So what are you doing to 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 prevent rats and mice from being attracted to to a, um, um, to your home or to your workplace or to your eatery. So, of course, this might include things like proper storage of, of food, uh, proper disposal of food waste, uh, keeping, it, uh, keeping any potentially edible uh, items in places that cannot be accessed by, by rats and mice, maybe sealing up any holes and gaps that they're using to access these areas. So, um, of course, maybe there'll be the pest control companies will probably feel that yes, there is still a, a a need to use glue traps in certain situations, and I'm not an expert in pest control manage in pest control and all that. So, sure, maybe, but at the same time, I even in the article itself in the Straits Times, they do they do mention how they do interview someone in the pest control industry who says that they usually place glue traps in in areas that are that are accessed by rodents, but not really accessed by wildlife for the most part. Do you buy that? I can understand in some places maybe, but at the same time at the same time if a mouse or a rat 
can enter a space, there's also a chance that a snake or a bird could do the same either. So maybe if you're saying like if you are putting in the in a roof space or you know in a in a in a very inaccessible drain pipe, possibly, but at the same time, you can never totally discount the the possibility of a, a, a random wild animal getting in as well. Hmm. I, I kind of agree with you. I mean, I, I definitely feel that on one hand, yes, there are certain places that a, a rat or a mice or a mouse would access and it's quite unlikely that a wild boar would wander in the same area. Yeah, but definitely. if you're telling me that putting it on a ceiling board is a place that only rats would go through and no python, no snake, no civet can crawl in, I'm like, I am quite skeptical of such a sweeping statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I, I would say... I guess it depends on the situation and the context. Yeah. And and in a way, I know there are people who are calling for outright ban, but we're not too sure whether whether a ban will be will be that easy to and to uh to carry out. But at the very least maybe we need more regulation on how these glue glue traps are deployed. Uh, maybe certain st- basic standards like f- um, f- frequency of checking on them right and maybe maybe just an idea maybe glue boards shouldn't be commercially available to everyone yeah maybe they should only be used by trained professionals mm-hmm. maybe right? maybe glue boards can be traced could be yeah that's one possibility and of course I mean there are there are other forms of traps out there that people can use if they want to to do trapping of ro- of rodents I mean there's a typical old school cage trap I think the one of the reasons why people don't use you know those those uh, very old school cartoons where the mouse trap with the spring and the little oh, right. metal beam like, is because like it's, right? yes because it's very messy you know you gotta deal with the the little corpse of the the mouse or the rat but I mean it's probably unpleasant for a wild, if a wild animal gets into that but at the but at the very least, you could say that it's a quick death compared to being stuck in a glue trap. Hmm. I mean, it's a depends on pick your poison. Would you, would, you, would, you, would you rather have your neck snapped or be stuck dying of dehydration over hours or even days? I mean, I would, I would definitely go with snapping my neck. <laughs> yes. But um, then again, it's like one, there's a chance of rescuing the animal. Yeah. If it's found in time, the mm-hmm. other is just instant death. Like, oh, oh, look, there's a dead raptor in the trap. Yeah. You know? <sighs> I, I don't think there's an easy solution to this. Yeah. Um, but something I, I do want to ask for your professional opinion, right? Like, mm-hmm. why are there, why is there such a high percentage of birds stuck in, the, in glue traps? I would say it's probably because a lot of the birds... Uh, I, okay, there are many possible scenarios. One could be a small creature got stuck there, maybe a frog or a gecko, and it attracted a predator, right? So maybe frog gets stuck there or gecko gets stuck there, you attract a snake or a kingfisher or some other bird, or even you get a mortal lizard, you know? Or maybe this could just be birds. Uh, in some cases, these are birds like, let's say, uh, miners, sparrows, um, spotted doves. These are birds that, that spend a lot of time walking on the ground anyway. Right, so they might just uh unwittingly walk on on the glue trap, which kind of like goes to show that the glue trap was not really covered or concealed, uh, in the first place, right? Maybe maybe these are bird these birds are visiting the area because 
of the same reason why they are rats because there is food there and animals of all sorts whether it's rodents or birds are trying to to uh, access that that food source so it could just be a case of you know hey if you got animals coming in whether they are rodents or wild birds find a way to stop them from coming in the first place mm, so right? it's kind of like not a um, simple problem by itself rather mm-hmm. The glue trap kind of shows a bigger issue we have yeah. with wildlife and other animals. Yes, I mean, that's the that that's the whole problem, right? Because we love to demonize certain animals, like that we call we call them pests for whatever reason. And yes, there's an argument that we do need to control and manage them, uh, but at the same time, we also have to be mindful of how in our so-called if we want to we want to like wage war on this pest species what effects are we having on other animals else um, in, in the larger ecosystem over here in singapore we have not had any conversation about possible impact of rat poison on predators elsewhere in many other countries they are there is growing awareness of the risk of rat poison um, spreading through ecosystem when when rodents consume poison they don't die immediately they get caught and eaten by other predators whether it's owls or or hawks and eagles or even cats cats no larger carnivores uh raccoons skunks uh maybe even things like like in the u.s you even have mountain lions that are being affected by heavy loads of exposure to rat poison so in singapore besides blue threads and blue bots i would say there are other issues that that maybe we may not be so aware of when we talk about how pest control measures um, how, how pest control measures are affecting uh, native wildlife wow yeah i didn't expect this topic to drag on so long actually but yeah. uh, i think we actually nicely covered almost 15 minutes already Is- yeah, and then there's actually another topic which I really want to talk about, but maybe we can save it for the next issue of Wild Times. Okay. Uh, which is also on birds. Yeah, but maybe a bird that not many people it's uh, not many people in Singapore like or appreciate. Yeah, so we're gonna talk about how this particular bird has been causing havoc and what is the possible backlash of, of this bird. Yep. Okay, so uh, but thanks for tuning in. So once again, I am Pedro. And I'm Ivan. And this is Wild Red Dot. See you next time.